We head on over to the KRDO Newsline, where we are joined by uh, Mike Spaldino with the Colorado Springs Fire Department. Uh, one of their representatives joins us every Monday morning, uh, but today uh, a much more somber conversation we're going to have, Captain Smaldino, because uh, yesterday, I guess early yesterday morning, in the very early post-midnight hours, a, a massive response by your personnel, uh, which helped uh you know in the initial hours get victims to hospitals and something that your chief told uh, the public at a news conference yesterday that I thought was so interesting it's that because of the quick response of some club goers in there subduing the suspect and getting that threat taken care of early on uh you were able to attend to the work much more quickly uh, and 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 get to those who are wounded. Tell us a, a little bit more detail about that. Yeah. Good morning. Um, thank you very much. And and obviously we're uh, we're we're in support with our community as well. Um, unfortunately, those those tragic events do happen. And and as I was kind of stating that night, is it's something that we do train with our um, uh, police department brothers and sisters over there. And and it is, it's one of those things, we can be on the same radio channel as them, which really helps out that response with what you're talking about. When we knew that the um, assailant was subdued, we're able to get our people in there and start um, start triaging and, and start getting those, those victims that need to get out of there right away, out of there, transported to those hospitals. And so, um, you know, it's unfortunate that we do have to train for events like that, but that's why we train for events like that is so... Um, in the chaos, we're able to, um, to to get the people out of there, to get them to the hospitals where they actually, where they can get the help that they need. And um, and like I said, it's just un- something that's unfortunate that we do train train for, but um, everything came together un- unfortunately here uh, for that night. Yeah, and you know when we're talking about these kind of events, you know that that training is so crucial, and that's also why there has been um, efforts uh, in the past. I know uh, the Cardio Network has partnered with it, uh, Shield Six One Six as well, as far as making sure that our fire department and first responders are properly equipped as well. Because again, you guys are also responding in the heat of these situations, just like our uh, police and deputies. Yeah, and, and, and you do bring up a good point, and, and Shield 616 has um, uh, generously donated um, our ballistic vest for ourselves. Um, obviously, that doesn't make us immune to anything, but also at the same time, is that's what our job is, is to get in there and um, and and to do the life-saving efforts that we're all trained to do. Um, we have paramedics that are on all of our apparatus, on all of our engines, and, um, you know, and, and that's just what we do, and, and so... Uh, getting us that a little bit that little bit more safety, but also really again working with in this case CSPD, um, they did a, an amazing job getting a, a lot of officers there. Um, you know, we had a total of uh, 34 firefighters that made it there. We had uh, 11 different ambulances that were in the area, and that was all from um, AMR, um, ourselves. Uh, we have our medical squads that showed up. And then also our partner community agencies, our, our county agencies that came and helped out. So that the system, the system worked the way that it should have. Obviously, we're going to look back at it and make sure that we did everything right that we could have. And those things that we can improve on, we're going to improve on. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that we want to look back afterwards and, and make sure that we did everything that we could and we did it right. 
Um, and that's what we're here for, for the community, is to make sure that we're doing it right and, and when that event happens. That that quick response, uh, likely in the days ahead, will, will be looked back at as a, as a uh, as it one of the keys in keeping, uh, unfortunately, this death toll, which stands yeah. at five, from reaching any higher numbers. We know that when responding to something like this, your personnel, the ones who are directly involved, are going to be impacted, but also maybe within your ranks, those who may have gone to Club Q, who may have felt it was a safe place, a safe haven for themselves. What kind of support can you offer your personnel? Yeah, you know, and, and I'll tell you, and that's a, it's a great observation. Um, you know, because it, it is, it's it's when you're when you're there doing it right then and there, it's not something that you're thinking of. It's the things that happen in the in the hours and days afterwards where it really starts to affect. Um, affect our our our, our mental well-being, um, and it's not to say that we're any different than anybody else in the community. But but when you're there, you don't really think about it, and then you process it afterwards. Um, for us, you know, I mean, yeah, we, you know, that's that's a part of our community just as much. And, and you are exactly right that, that um, we do we do have and, and had people that have that have been there, um, and so. Uh, we have a, a, a robust, um, we call it a peer support system. So basically to where I would be able to talk to somebody just that's a peer on the fire department. Um, I, you know, we do have a, a person on staff, Judith Long, that helps us out with processing. But sometimes we, we just feel better talking to a fellow firefighter. And we do have a system set up, and the fire the fire service in general has that same system. And we've got one of the uh, one of the top ones for sure in the state, and that's not not a dig at anybody else. It's just we we've done it really well, um, and so we've already set that up. We also even have our therapy dogs, um, you know, and and our doggies are going to come by a couple of the stations today. And sometimes it's just to uh, just better to to pet the uh, man's best friend, right? And so. Um, so really, that's what we're really looking at, and and we know that it's not going to just be today. It's going to be the the you know here in the in the next days, weeks, and years even ahead of us because all of that mental toll adds up, um, and you know and and we're no different than anybody else. And so we really do try and watch out, and we try and make sure that the that the mental health of our firefighters are uh, are key, and that we're we're here as a as a service, and and we're able to help them out. Well, Captain Mike Spaldino, we appreciate the perspective and, uh, you know, we had expected when we were planning uh, this interview last week, we had expected we were going to be talking about something quite mundane, you know, Thanksgiving safety. And instead, here we are talking about something that uh, really strikes at the heart of this community and, and is the very essence of feeling safe in this community and uh, how your responses by your personnel there at the Colorado Springs Fire Department. Uh, will likely be looked back at as being uh, key to keeping uh, more people alive uh, in the aftermath. And so we thank you and thank your personnel. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And, and you guys have a good day and, and Ann and, and everything have a, have a good have a good week too.